Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with uh, Les Bowen. Howdy, hi. And Paul Domowicz. Greetings. And we work for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Inquirer.com. Please uh, subscribe at Inquirer.com and uh, sign up for our early birds newsletter. Guys, we're a Tuesday after a pretty bad defeat for the Eagles in, in Minnesota, 38-20. to 20. We didn't talk to you if people listening at home uh, immediately afterwards, so we've had a little time to digest this. But um, luckily for us, uh, they did something in the interim and released Zach Brown, linebacker Zach Brown, who was signed to, uh, this offseason to a one-year deal. Um, he had been starting for him. He'd been playing yeah. a lot of snaps, and uh, I'm sure maybe he didn't help himself by his comments about Kirk Cousins before the game, basically saying that he was the weakest link of the Minnesota Vikings offense, which stupid, stupid thing to say. Um, I'm not sure if that's the reason why you release someone. And in fact, I think it's pretty clear that he was not playing well. Uh, yeah. Bottom line, if he if he was a, a, an all pro linebacker, he'd still be on this team. Uh, that being said, Jim Schwartz, when asked today about uh, his release, kind of deferred obviously to to Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman, but he did say that they haven't been getting enough from their linebacker right. position. Um, all right, fine. But <laughs> what do you think, Les? I mean, well, conspiracy theorists that I am, uh, actually, I'm not, but. You know, one of the things I asked Schwartz was, was there an incident that led to this? And he just said, you know, I'll let Doug and Howie handle that, which makes me wonder if there was. <laughs> I have no proof of anything like that, but I know Zach Brown is a very sort of grouchy, irascible kind of guy. He's very kind of off-kilter, I think, when you talk to him. And I don't think he's a very good guy. I just wonder if no. they talked to him about what he said about Kirk Cousins and, you know— he didn't handle it well or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it could be just the way he was playing, plus the fact that he said something stupid. Could told Schwartz that defense sucks, God forbid. Yes, yeah, you know, I mean, this is a guy that I talked to him last week about the Redskins when he was on the Redskins, and he had nothing to say about – nothing good to say about anything there. Now, obviously, it's the Redskins, but it was remarkable, the things he was willing to say. I didn't really report all of it because I wasn't writing about the Redskins, but he just – Trash the whole organization. Which makes me think wherever he ends up next, we got to have a reporter there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to find well, out yeah. a lot about the, how much well, he if hated you, the If you recall, when he, uh, this summer, I believe it was, or uh, after they signed him. Yeah, you spoke to him. Uh, he, was, he was very candid about the Redskins and how they were just an uptight organization that didn't get it and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think the organization th – this made them look bad when, when a guy right. rips the other quarterback and that other quarterback then proceeds to go out there and just rip you a new uh, – a whole, um, and I think you know that in their minds, this isn't them. They don't do this kind of thing, and right. and, and really, I, you know, I think from Jeffrey Lurie on down, uh, they didn't like it, and and the, and and you couple that with the fact that you he 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 hasn't been playing well. You look at the tape of this game this week; he just really stunk up the place. I mean, this he was, yeah. uh, you know, you, from from Cooper's uh, from Cook's touchdown where he's like so slow getting to the hole. Uh, right on down. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I just think it was, you know, here's an ex an expendable guy who did something stupid that they, after a, a bad loss, they're looking for somebody to use as an example. Well, but they're also, they're also, I think, in some ways using this, you know, his bulletin board material that he provided to the Vikings as almost a cover for really ultimately what was a bad signing. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, so that glad goes you back, mentioned that. That yes. goes back to the front office. And, yeah. Uh, I found out a couple weeks ago that it was down to Zach Brown and Jamie Collins. From what I understand, uh, whatever. I, 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 
I don't know exactly how that played out yet. But what I do know is down to those two guys, and Jamie Collins is traditionally not a 4-3 linebacker. Uh, he's a 3-4 guy, and he does play in some 4-3 stuff, and he does uh, a rush, rush a fair amount. Uh, but here's a guy who's having probably one of the best <laughs> seasons for any linebacker in the NFL. Now, he yeah. may be benefiting from playing in a Patriots scheme that he knows. Um, but he does drop in the coverage a lot. He yeah. does do a lot of run-stopping stuff. Maybe the Eagles could have found some way uh, to fit him fit him in. Nevertheless, Zach Brown was a guy that they brought in. That I guess maybe you look at him, he is a run stopper, but I mean, the, the way the NFL is built now, those guys are just, you know, they're right. all, they're becoming dinosaurs. Yeah. And we saw in the passing game how how well, much he struggled. Name an off-season signing that has worked out. It's been <laughs> it's well, look at the last 2 years. The magic the touch is gone. Yeah. I mean, the, the only one really the last 2 years I could say that was very good was was the trade for Michael Bennett, um, yeah. but they got rid of him, and yeah. <laughs> um, so you know right now, yeah. Malik yeah. Jackson and Deshaun Jackson aren't Her, playing. Yeah, so you right. can't like kill uh, them for that. You because can't, but they're not out there. I mean, Jordan, if you if you want to look at reasons why the team is where it is, that's certainly yeah, yeah. one it's of them. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, Jordan Howard's played okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a case for them here. I'm just uh, mentioning you know, a name. After they missed out on Tevin <laughs> Coleman. Um, so, I mean, I, I get, look, they have, they have Camus coming back, Nate Gary, mm -hmm. um, and Nigel. We don't really know with the ankle. My guess is that that's the, what makes this really weird. Yeah. Is Nigel Bradham left Sunday's game with an ankle injury. Doug Peterson talked Monday about – uh, sending tests off for more uh, for second opinions at the same time he's calling uh, day to day and they and they cut Zach Brown you know this seems uh, it just seems odd to me well really there's does. there's a guy standing right down the road that they can replace yeah. Zach Brown with him Paul Warlow yeah or uh, bring up Singleton I they guess. worked out Warlow yeah. last week but so. apparently uh, LJ Fort's playing pretty well and they cut him too now I understand yeah. you're getting back a fourth round draft pick for for him so in some ways that makes sense but it's it's weird how they've handled the linebacker position. Really is yeah. uh, it really is to say the yeah. least. Uh, well, it's clearly not important. Which, but. <laughs> yeah, which brings us to a position that uh, they haven't handled well for years, <laughs> and that's cornerback. Um, I mean, Russell Douglas and Sidney Jones were just pretty darn bad, oh. and it wasn't just like a lot of people were saying. Well, Sidney didn't give up this, you know, those deep touchdowns. Well, uh, you know, in the second touch, Stephon Diggs touchdown, if Kirk Cousins wanted to. He had another guy right. even more wide open because Sidney blew his coverage as well. It wasn't just Malcolm Jenkins who who, uh, yeah. who, who missed his assignment there. It was also Sidney. I mean, it was right. – and Sidney um, is, I think, a, a bigger problem than Rasul. Oh, my God, yes. Well, Rasul, I think I, you understand what Rasul is. Rasul is like a cover two type corner. He's real good in the red zone. He's big. He's physical. Uh, but he's not fast. Like and I think Mills. everybody knows that. He's like a poor man's Jalen Mills. Sidney, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know whether he hasn't come back from these leg injuries with the same speed or if it's a matter of confidence. He looks really hesitant and, you know, indecisive out there. If he doesn't really feel he knows what he's doing out there yet. I, but it's this is really, when you look at the – three or four big problems with this team. That's one of them. Mm. This guy should be a starting quality, upper echelon, you know, corner by now. And he is, he's a disaster. 
Well, you're right about Rasul being a cover two type corner, which raises the question: Why aren't they playing right cover two? Right. Uh, Jim it, doesn't like you to know play when you don't when you, huh? Jim doesn't like to play cover well, two. Well, he doesn't like to have bad corners either, but he's got them, so yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to figure out a way to deal with that. Now, you know, it's it's going to be interesting here because we're getting close to the trade deadline. Uh, but it lo- looks like they're getting Jalen Mills and mm-hmm. Darby back to some degree. You know, how how much a guy that hasn't played football in a year is going to contribute right away, you don't know. But is is is, is a corner off the table now in, in – in, I don't think so. In a I deadline trade? Honestly, I, I, just by the by the public comments of Shad Khan, I, I'm going with the Jalen Ramsey angle right here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, the public com- yeah with the public comments of Shad Khan and Jalen Ramsey, I w- I, I'm under the impression, and, and just kind of talking to some people around the league, that he could be traded. Yeah. Um, and, and oh. Yeah, clearly yeah. he's not going to sit out the rest of the season. Yeah. He's and been it, inactive. Uh, right. You know, it's just not – every time you think they're about to – maybe patch things up a little bit and at least he's going to play for them uh, you know it, it, it suddenly he's not right. but that's but, so with, but with Ramsey it's going to come down to the wire because yeah. they're going to want to get max a out they yeah. they're going to want to get out a lot of and that's so, so that, i mean that's just so out of character for this organization to and st- can you afford to do it yeah well with the other holes that have erupted yeah i mean corner your, is not a position that they're going to mortgage a f- the future over. Well, well it's, a, it's a really important position. Yeah. But this not is as, a, not in their yeah. mind as important as the defensive line. Their attitude is yeah. if we can rush the passer, we can have okay guys back there. But and, that hasn't worked. But the, but the it, pass it rush two years ago. The pass rush mm. hasn't been as good. The pass rush has not been well, it's a good I, pass I, rush. I agree. Not good enough. Yeah. But what I'm saying yeah. is. They're He's saying they the way would go get a pass rusher yeah. Yeah, over yeah. a quarter. Yeah, well, they got maybe know. so, but to say that it worked two years ago, one time in fifty, however many Super Bowls, a team won the Super Bowl, giving up five hundred and five yards. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I I'm don't talking think... about their approach to it. <laughs> yeah, you rush the passer, you keep guys in front of you, and you yeah. tackle well. That's, I mean, that's Jim's. That's basically yeah. what Jim does yeah. when he does. Maybe that's have. the problem. A lot of it depends. Uh, maybe on that isn't a real good way. Well, to they're do not it. keeping guys in front of them. Yeah. Right. Well, they had, look. They can. They they're okay with one guy who can play that way and Jalen, but they need to have someone else on the other side. At least have some athleticism. Right. That's why Ronald Darby right. was an yeah. okay compliment to Mills because he can make up for what he lacks. So Amari Cooper doesn't go off on you. When exactly. You, when you and Sydney was supposed to be that guy. Yes. And he's just he's not yeah. that guy. Yeah. I, he's you know Doug. What he had said. Last week about about Sydney having to fight through injuries right. and stuff like that. Yeah. That is a very subtle delivering of a message to me. Yeah. Um, You're a wuss. He didn't call him out, but like it's basically, hey, dude, you know, yeah. you got to buck up. And Sydney did play. He also left briefly for a while, yeah. and he kind of was very uh, ambiguous about what was going on there. He wasn't benched, yeah. um, but he certainly something had to do with his hamstring again, and they had to put Craig James in there, and he got. Gave up a touchdown. Yeah, now that was it was a heck of a play. Heck of a yeah. play. Yeah. But um, you know, this is a, t- a position that they've invested draft picks in the last two of the last three years. Avante Maddox, mm-hmm. Russell Douglas, third round, and Sidney Jones, the second round. Sidney Jones being a guy that they thought was a first right. round pick. And you got to go back to the evaluations of, oh, God, yes. of Joe Douglas yes. and Howie Roseman. Howie has the final say on these picks, and Howie certainly had to give the green light on a Sidney Jones signing. Yeah, that's almost like a Howie. Howie Wowie, as I like to call him, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, try and get a guy 
um, with great value for for little yeah. for little cost. Well, as you said before, you knew going into that draft that they really wanted Dalvin Cook, but I knew that they really wanted Sidney Jones. I mean, they really did. They yeah. Yeah. they were looking at that situation very carefully. Maybe if it had worked out, they would have taken Dalvin Cook in the second and tried to get Sidney in the third. I don't know, but they really they were on Sidney Jones. You know, this was not something that they just sort of oh okay, Sidney Jones is still there. Dalvin Cook isn't. We'll take Sidney. You know, they real. This was a guy that they wanted, and and that's that's. You look at this team and the way it's composed right now, and some of the decisions they've made. And you know, they haven't had a lot of picks. They've had five picks each of the last two drafts, and the high picks. You b- they better be slammed on. Really aren't working out that great. You better uh, hit on them. Yeah, and you can't have guys that can't get on the field uh, who are high picks, and they've got that. I yeah. guess that leads us to then, I guess, uh, you're referencing J.J. Arcega, Arcega, Whiteside. Yeah. Yeah, we, second yeah. round pick. You want to stay on defense, you can even go to Derek Barnett. Yeah. I mean, again, if the pass rush is that important to them, and this guy right. was the 14th pick in the, in, the, in the draft two years ago. Yeah. You the, need more. The thing with Derek Barnett is he's kind of okay, pretty good sometimes. Yeah. But – he has to be a difference. He maker. has to be an impact. You know, they player. drafted. You, you can't. This isn't a team that can afford a high first round pick who's not a difference maker, yeah. and they have one. Serviceable is not what you get right. in the first right. round. Right. right, and you have a difference maker in Fletcher Cox, but Fletcher's coming off the injury. Right, and I thought there were there were rushes in that game where you're like, that's Fletcher Cox from from yeah. pre injury. Um, maybe he wore down a little bit as the game went on. Mm. I think we're going to eventually see Fletcher. But the question is whether that, he, you know, if they're going to get Tim yeah. Jernigan back, you're starting to see Brandon Graham rush more from inside. Yes. And you're getting production there. Yes. But which is why I asked Jim today about, like, are you getting enough from the edge? The edge is so important. And yeah, Brandon Graham's not. not a they're great not. edge rusher. He's, yeah. he's okay. He's, a, mm. he's great. At this point in his career, yeah, certainly. He's a, he's yeah, he's a really yeah. good um, edge run defender. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not a good edge rusher. His best year when he had nine and a half sacks – most of those sacks came from inside. Yeah. Super Bowl, inside. Well, they, they now four sacks all from inside. They want Josh Sweat to be good. Yeah, I mean they so they much really want him. Yep. To he's be playing good. more than or as much as Vinny Curry. Yeah, I know, and he's he's showing a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's getting there. Yeah. Uh, so Vinny is not showing a lot. No, uh, he's not. And Barnett's he's a guy. not showing a lot. So, yeah. um, and that's you know, and I asked Jim today about that. He says he keeps talking about chips. Do you recall talking this much about chip blocking? That's always an excuse. Yeah, and I was like, have you seen more? He's like, well, I don't know. This, you know, I mean, like, look, I think teams are probably staying a little more because they can afford to against that secondary. Hey, we, yeah, yeah, we'll We'll send two guys out. Exactly. We don't care. We'll send as many guys as we possibly can. No one's going to cover our guy. Um, But uh, let's jump over the wide receiver situation because that, again, is, is, um, I wouldn't say of equal concern. To me, the running cornerback position right now is, is the mm-hmm. major number one yeah. problem. Yeah. They lost yeah, that game is. on yeah. Sunday because the right. defense could just not cover anybody. Yeah. And they're going to have issues every time they see a, their team with a, with above-average quarterback and above-average receivers. Yep. But that being said, Eagles wide receivers, aside from Deshaun Jackson, are averaging 9.9 yards per catch, below 10 yards, which is not good. Like 5.6 yards per pass attempt, which is not good. Um, and then you got Matt Collins out there who's played three – the last three games he's had one catch, and he's playing a lot of snaps. 109 over the last three mm-hmm. games. So the question and is – And the last four yeah. games, the longest Eagles reception has been by a running back. Yep. Once Jordan Howard, three times Miles Sanders. 
no times Zach Ertz even. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that it's just remarkable. They have Their passing game is crippled right now. He was three for eight. Carson was three for eight this week on 20-plus yard throws, and two of them were to Sanders. The other one was to Aguilar on a, tw- uh, you know, barely. Yeah, right a after right, the right. Right. And everyone's making time. a huge deal of it, and it is. It's great to have a running back that can beat linebackers down the field, but that's the only mismatch they have down the field right, right. now yeah. because the outside receivers cannot get in separation. Out, Nelson's the only one who can get downfield separation, but he can't track balls, yeah. and he's yes. falling all over the place yes. half the time. I yes. don't understand. Uh, I mean – I think Alshon is starting to degrade. Yeah, or the calf. Yeah. We should mention the calf. Uh, they're using him on sc- screens, mm-hmm. behind the line of scrimmage type plays. That's not what he does well. I mean, he, he can't, not like he can't make people miss. Out of those, right. uh, that, you know, I mean, that's where you use yeah. Aguilar. That's where they've used him in the past. Grogue right. danced around the question today. But, I mean – Alshon's the guy you send down the field and, and for 50-50 balls, and they're not using them that way. No, I, I, don't I, I don't understand what's going on with, with – I think some of that falls on Carson. Yeah. Frank. Uh, I, for some reason, Carson just doesn't have great chemistry with Alshon. That's yeah. really true. And yeah. it's, it's odd because Nick Foles did. Yeah. Nick Foles threw that high, soft ball that, that uh, Alshon could go up for and high point. And you saw a pass in this last game. That was, I think it went down as a drop fairly. It was a high pass to Alshon that he reached up for, and it kind of went through his hands. Yeah. yeah. But it just wasn't – there was no loft on it or anything, and he just didn't – the timing wasn't there. The, the synchronizing mm. wasn't there. You know, it was, yeah. it was a drop, but it was also a ball that wasn't – you could tell that wasn't really what he was looking for yeah. there. You know? Yeah. It wasn't a super catchable pass. There's right. a few of them. I mean, Carson's got a great arm, so he kind of likes to show it off a little too much maybe. Mm. Well, I think you don't get intercepted when you throw it hard as much, you know. Correct. I also, uh, but I also get the sense that he doesn't like the idea of throwing balls up for grabs. Uh, yes. Because he has such confidence in his own ability, he wants to make the play, get the ball where it's supposed to be. He doesn't like the fact that I'll put it up there and the guy's going to go get it. You know. And a few uh, times when he's done that, frankly, it hasn't worked out. I yeah. mean, their receivers aren't going to – Yeah. A lot of their receivers aren't going to get balls like that. <laughs> but you've got you've got two contested ch- yeah. you've got two contested catch guys, one who's playing and one JJ right. Ortega White who's not. Uh, right. But both of them are 50-50 guys. Now the uh, explanation for JJ is that he's been learning one position, basically the position that was Alshon's, and now that Alshon's back, he's not positioned to learn the Deshaun position. That's where Max's been learning. That's ridiculous. How how hard can all this be? Yeah, I know. You know, I how much different is the This is a Stanford guy. I mean, during the spring, the first thing they they have always said about their receivers is we teach them every position. Yeah. All three spots. And they were raving about this guy and how smart he was and how quickly he he picked up the offense and yada 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 and suddenly it's a big mystery that he can't move over to Or how about some red zone plays for him? Isn't that what he's supposed to be uh, Yeah. I am I'm not I'm not. I'll t- I'm down on Mike Grow. I do not yeah. think he's yeah. doing a real good job as far as helping uh, Peterson with 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 the game plan, with the scheme, with the play calling. They're not using a lot of their people to the best of their abilities. Right. I think you're right. Which is one one thing I asked him today. I just noticed I was doing the math on this. Zach Ertz only has four catches in the first quarter of the last six games. Yeah. Now Mike pointed out they only had seven snaps in the first quarter of this last game. Fine, but they've had a lot of other snaps. Isn't that a guy maybe you want to get going? Yeah. yeah. He's your yeah. he's your best guy. He's your number one guy. When teams when defensive coordinators are putting names up in, in a list, 
Zach Ertz is number right. one, and we've yeah. seen teams spend more t- uh, time and, and uh, t- throw more attention in his yeah. direction. Hey, but why not? You know, why not go to your guy uh, from the get go? Yep. And they're not doing that. So maybe it's, you know that's just another example I think of these scripted plays where they're just not coming out with great game plans. Yeah. And I guess the way he's being played right now uh, prevents what we've talked about a couple years ago. They had these great. Plays down the seam for the tight end. Right. Long throws, you know, like 30-yard throws down the seam for the tight end. You never see those. No. It's been – I don't think I've seen one all season. Yeah. You have two guys who can do that. Um, just before we wrap up here, I do want to end on like a positive note because, again, I mean, look, everything – Because you know, we're the, positive guys? <laughs> the world's yes. not falling – this guy's not falling here down in the Novacare Complex because there are three mm. and three – and they're tied atop the NFC East, and they can go into Dallas and win that right. game, and all of a sudden, as Doug Peterson Dallas said, Dallas is banged up, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, you know, I have no idea what I'm going to pick on that game yet, but Dallas is not Minnesota of, of last week. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good game. It'll be a tough test, but I don't think it's, uh, it's going to be yeah. anything like that. So, uh, so my question then to you guys before we part is, Look, this is a talented team. So, what would be your number one reason why this team can turn things around and not only make the playoffs, but you know, have the possibility of, of doing some damage once they get to the playoffs? The number one reason? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to have to be stabilizing that defense. Uh, either the corners not finding some way to to, to minimize the yardage mm-hmm. and the damage, or that pass rush getting to quarterbacks. But as we saw Sunday, I mean, Kirk. Kirk Cousins did not hang on to the ball very long. Right. So even when the rush was good, and, and, and they're facing guys coming up. I mean, good Russell Wilson, yeah. Tom Brady, we're going to get that ball out. So the, yeah. the corners have got – they've got to find so a way coverage-wise. So you don't to, see anything on the roster to, to hang a hat on. You're well, saying they got to go out and get someone. I was asking, like, uh, who would you say is, like, the reason why that they – Well, I would say if Deshaun Jackson gets yeah. back and Well, so you're good. saying the same – you're not saying – No. <laughs> you're both, I'm gonna, you're I'm both not giving me the answers that I, I thought. I'm going to say, Ron, I'm gonna say I Ronald thought you, Oh, you want somebody coming in well, from like, the outside? No, 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 Who's on the team right now? Or, like, what's – yeah, I mean, I guess you can't – Well, Deshaun Jackson is on the team. And I'm saying Ronald Darby and Jalen But I just feel like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I just thought, like, okay, right, you know, offensive line or Carson Wentz or or like you know, I, I still feel like my answer would be Carson. I still feel like yeah. Carson can carry this team to the. Well, I think, but I think we've seen the limits of what he can do, though, with with this defense and with these weapons. They're oh, not that's fair. going that's down fair. the path they're on right now. Carson isn't going to take them right. to the playoffs. But if they could get Deshaun back or do something to make this offense more consistent, I'd like to see the offensive line play better. I don't know yeah. what the hell's going yeah. on there. You know. Keep the defense off the field is one way to make the defense yeah. better, you know. You know, su- uh, Sunday, I mean, I mean, this, you just mentioned the offensive line, and yet third and two on that first drive when they could have hung on to the ball, yeah. uh, the play blows up because of an assignment error. It looked like it was Sayamalo. Uh, you know, they're 21st in rushing average, with the prop, which, which with a line that supposedly is the best in the league. Yeah. I mean, that's not good. I no. hated that call, and I and I really kind of blame a little bit of Carson because there was eight guys in the box there. They didn't even have the hat blocking. And yeah. That's the, yeah. So Isaac was actually in a tough spot. He did miss his other block, but there was uh, Kendrick's came. He was in caught free. between two guys, yeah. and he kind of I thought he kind of took the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he didn't do a great job, but like again, you had eight guys in the box. You only had, you didn't have had the hat blocking. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean yeah. Carson, you got to yeah. notice that and check out of it or something. But then after that, it was kind of like the old Doug, where you know, and, and Andy, how they used to give up on the run real quick. They had like four other third and twos the rest of the game. 
Um, you saw screens. Threw the ball on all three yeah. of them, including that awful screen to, right. to Alshon, right. where both Matt Collins and Aguilar missed their blocks. That everybody and, knew was coming in the, yeah. in the building. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that'll wrap it up for Tuesday. We'll, we'll come back at you guys later this week to talk about, uh, obviously, the biggest game of the, of the season so far for the Eagles, uh, going down the Big D and, and winning a, t- you know, a head-to-head matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, their, their uh, division rivals. Uh, all right, well, that's it for Les Bowen, Paul Domowicz, the Bird's Eye View podcast. Please read all our stuff at inquire.com. Subscribe, early birds, blah, blah, blah. Do everything. Read all our stories. we got the, uh, the best Eagles coverage in the area. So long. Absolutely.